welcome everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Health and Sports Show. I'm Tom Butterfield and I am extremely excited to be your host today. Because today we're going to discuss something that on the surface can seem quite simple, quite black and white. However, as with a lot of things in life, once we dig a little bit deeper, we start to realize how it's just lots of different shades of grey. But steady on, focus. We're not going to talk about that today. In this show, we're going to take a look at the big subject of what is health. So we can start off nice and simple and use a dictionary definition of what health is. And that is the state of being free from illness or injury. Now that sounds pretty fair, doesn't it? But if we dig that little bit deeper, scratch the surface a bit, does this mean that there's only healthy and unhealthy people in the world? A bit like a light switch, I suppose. It's either on or it's off. We're either healthy or unhealthy. And I'll ask you a question. Does this mean that a person with a slight cold is as unhealthy as a person with hypertension, angina, insomnia, a broken leg and a broken arm? Because by our definition from the dictionary, they're both considered just unhealthy. So perhaps rather than looking at health like an on-off switch, we need to get someone in to install a dimmer switch instead. This would allow us to put ourselves and everyone else, of course, on a sliding scale of health, where at one extreme, we would have extremely healthy people. And at the other end, we'd have extremely unhealthy people. And of course, everything else would be in the middle. This idea is backed up by the World Health Organization, who classify health as the following. Health is a state of complete physical, mental and social well-being and not merely the absence of disease or infirmity. So as we said ourselves, uh, at one end of the scale, we've got complete physical, mental and social well-being. And at the other end of the scale, we've got complete lack of physical, mental and social well-being. So you're starting to notice how broad health has become. It's grown arms and legs. It literally includes everything. So rather than list all the separate niche areas of health and well-being, we're going to try and keep things as simple as possible because simplicity is always the best way, I think, especially when we're starting off on a subject. Um, we can always get that a little bit more complex later once we've grasped the basics, but the basics are always extremely important. But physical and mental health are probably the two most frequently discussed types of health. So let's start by taking a look at physical health first. In order to have good physical health, you'd expected to be able to move your body efficiently. You'd be eating a nutritious diet and making sure that you get good amounts of rest as well. So what does this actually look like? And is it the same for everybody? So first, let's take a look at physical uh, fitness. Now, physical fitness is how efficiently our body systems work together to allow us to perform all of our activities of daily living. Now, another question for you. Are the needs of a professional Tour de France cyclist the same as an office worker who cycles for fun at the weekend? Hmm, probably not. So therefore, should we be able to say that the professional cyclist is physically healthier than the recreational scientist? No, I don't think so either. 
The professional cyclist will be able to achieve a greater physical cycling performance because that's literally what they're trained for. That is their activity of daily living. Everything and should be everything goes towards increasing peak power output and the ability to maintain that power level over a long period of time. But what if the recreational cyclist also does a lot of flexibility and strength training? They can do 200 press-ups in a minute uh, before dropping into the splits. It's all relative to what your goal is. And we'll all have different goals and aspirations as well. Otherwise, it'd be a pretty boring world, wouldn't it, if we all wanted the same things? But the vast majority of physical training resources out there will try to clump you into a box that suits their business model, regardless of whether that's the best thing for you or not. So when you're thinking about getting fitter, just extrapolate, extend that thought out a little bit to be getting fitter for purpose. And we'll cover this in a bit more detail in a show later on. Some examples of physical health that are a bit easier to measure are things like heart rate, lung capacity, blood pressure, and heart rate variability, which is quite uh, interesting as, as well at the moment. But all of these things are well worth trying to keep uh, within what are considered to be healthy ranges. There are some really, really good uh, sort of wearable technologies out there that can track all of these measurements that I just mentioned and notify you of, of any changes, either for the better or for the worse. And we'll hopefully get some guests in who work in this space to keep us up to date on some of the newest and best technologies out there. Even though a person may look physically fit, it definitely pays to know what's going on underneath the bonnet, what's in the engine. Now, I'm sure that a lot of you would have heard about the or seen the, the Denmark versus Finland match when Christian Eriksen suffered a cardiac arrest on the field of play and had to be resuscitated. Now, he was actually very fortunate that it happened on the field of play where he had access to all the top medical expertise and equipment. And it didn't happen during the middle of the night when he was asleep in his hotel room. It could have been a very, very different result. Now, moving on to mental health. Fortunately, we're finally waking up to the fact that mental health is as important as physical health. I've always had a theory for our struggle with understanding or empathizing with mental health issues. And I think it's because that we can't see it and we can't easily measure it either. If you had to pick out a person who had the flu, you'd look for someone who was pale, you know, barely able to stand up and look way below their best. Same with a broken leg. You can see the cast or with a respiratory issue where somebody needed oxygen. You, you know, they've got the mask on and they've got the canister with them. We'd have an idea what to look out for. But um, what does a person with mental health issues look like? They look like everyone else. So if people can't see it, they can at times struggle to get their head around it and believe it. But like I said, hopefully we're starting to wise up to this and we're treating others with a bit more empathy. Now, there's an extremely wide range of uh, mental health conditions that we could just list here. 
but we don't really want to fall into the uh, same trap as we we could for physical health um, and be too black and white. Uh, just because a person hasn't been formally diagnosed with a uh, mental health condition, it doesn't mean that they can't have mental health issues. Good mental health might look like a person who is able to enjoy life, adapt to adversity, uh, bounce back after difficult experiences, and maybe balance different elements of their life, such as family, work, and finances. They might feel safe and secure. Uh, they might go on to achieve their full potential and feel very comfortable within social situations. So they might all look uh, be things that you'd find in someone with good mental health. And there are certain strategies that you can undertake to improve mental health and social well-being as well. Obviously, this process can be quite complicated, uh, certainly if an individual has been diagnosed with a mental health condition. And even though we've separated physical and mental health here, it's important to remember how intertwined they are. For example, feeling anxious might have a negative effect on how well you eat or your quality of sleep. And getting a physical injury may well cause uh, some low mood or depression as the person can't continue with the activities that they enjoy the most. So what we're going to try and do is build a framework of what uh, health pillars we can focus upon. So uh, we're going to need to go back to the World Health Organization definition of good health and see what could help us to achieve a really good state of complete physical, mental and social well-being. So what I'd like you to do is to think about or you could write down an answer to what you think is healthy. Now, the right answer is your answer. <laughs> OK, it is going to completely depend entirely on what your life requires you to do. So just work on that. Have a think about it. Remember, there's no wrong answer. There's just your answer. OK, so in summary, health is a very subjective subject <laughs> and it's much more than just the absence of an illness or injury. The aim should be to shoot for complete physical, mental and social well-being, not just to have no illnesses. It's a bit easier to measure physical health as we can look at metrics such as blood pressure, lung capacity, heart rate, etc. And in contrast, mental health is much more subjective and quite difficult to identify as a person doesn't necessarily need to have a formal medical diagnosis to be experiencing any kind of mental health struggles. But thank you for listening. Uh, we really hope that you enjoyed the show. And if you do have any questions or you'd like to get in contact with us, you can email on info at elevatehealthuk.com or you can find us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, all that sort of stuff. But all of our social media handles are in the show notes below. And if you want to help us, then could you please leave a review on Apple Podcasts? You are more than welcome to give it the big five stars. Uh, if only if you think it deserves it. But, you know, if you think it's a one star, then that's fine. 
The feedback is the most important thing and it really helps us to develop the show and to make it even better for you all to truly try and grow and improve all the time. But thanks again. And remember, knowledge without action is worthless. So go and have a think about what is healthy and we'll see you all in the next show. Thanks again. Bye bye.